and welcome to another episode of Say Pod. I am your host, Steph Itimi, and I'm super excited for this podcast. We're joined by a special guest called Faith, and we're just going to discuss about her career journey. So we're taking this a little bit different because I know that last or previous podcast has centered around personal safety. But when we are thinking about our careers, especially um, as black women or women of color, it's really important to understand or to see the stories of other women who are like us and how they've been able to navigate the industry. So I'm joined and I'm going to give Faith the chance to introduce herself. So welcome, Faith. Hi. So I think I'm going to go ahead with the first question. Um, okay. And it's just so that our listeners are able to get a feel of who you are. So can you tell us about yourself? Um, yes, so my name is Faith. Um, I was born and raised in London, but my family originally comes from Nigeria. Um, I am a recent business and economics graduate, so I graduated last year. I did not have a graduation because of COVID, but it's okay. Um, I'm currently pursuing a career in project management, so that is kind of like my career kind of end goal. Um, so yeah, that's a bit about me. That's great. And and also, for those who might not know, Faith is also a volunteer for Sadir as well, so yes. kind of that link. Sorry, I forgot to add that. <laughs> kind of that link to us as well. So I think one thing you said, which I think is quite important, is and I know you're going to talk about your career a bit more further down our talk, but with your experience, you studied economics. Yeah. Um, but what was it like? First of all, what was university like and studying economics and trying to figure out post-graduation what you want to do? And I guess my second question is, how was university during COVID or was it you know i know you said at your graduation you didn't have it due to covid or do you feel like mm. you missed it or do you feel like um it had an impact in any way if that makes sense um so for me personally covid kind of impacted my university experience in a good way slash a bad way so half and half so in a sense that i'm really good at coursework so exams are not really where i thrive i would say so because of COVID, all my exams were cancelled and they were all, I had to do coursework, coursework instead. And that was great for me because that's where I could thrive and, you know, do my best. However, it meant a lot more concentration. And now I was, instead of me to have like maybe two courseworks due, I had like double that and double the amount of words as well. And it was just crazy and hectic. But I feel like because of COVID and having more coursework, I had to really develop a lot of self-discipline. Um, so literally staying in my room because the library was closed as well. So having to sit in one little square room and focus was so hard for me. So I'd say COVID impacted my university experience and half good, half bad. So 50-50, I would say. Okay. Um, and so if I, I'm, I'm happy that it did help you in the long run. Mm, yeah. which which I, I, I like the fact that it didn't really dampen your experience as well um, but how would you describe your journey so far um, in regards to you know before university now being in university 
now graduating during covid working and all that things like how would you describe you know your journey and how it's led up to this point in your career mm. i'll say i went through a lot really um so for example when i was doing my as levels um i basically like flopped like i felt really bad to the point that my sixth form basically was kind of not threatening because this was, they had to basically kick me out so if i didn't get the grades then i was allowed to continue on to a2 basically mm. um so i obviously didn't get those grades and they only kept me on because of good behavior so when my friends when i was supposed to go to uni with my like my age mates i was told that actually you're going to stay another year and um, I had to pick up new subjects that I wasn't even interested in so that I could basically get the points I needed to go to uni. So that obviously you class points. Um, so that time was very hard for me. I actually ended up going the, the, same year, the same year as my like classmates because I actually did really well. So I don't know how, but the points added up basically. Um, but yeah, so that in itself was very crazy for me. and ended up um, transferring uni. So I went to Anglo-Waskin in Cambridge for one year, mm-hmm. then transferred to University of Hertfordshire, stayed there, graduated, and then got a job straight out of uni. Literally two weeks after my last exam, I was working. Um, and that's when I got into like technology and I was working for a, tech, a technology company that was, that basically, um, that basically um, specialised in quantum security and it was just something that was so different for me like i i studied business and economics i didn't do anything i didn't learn anything about ict or you know cyber security and um pseudo random numbers and everything like that but i went on to that and learned so much i feel like i went into it feeling quite like not i want to say dumb but a bit like just very clueless i'll say but um yeah that kind of pushed me up and I learned, got so much experience from there and I realised, okay, like I'm really good with projects and I'm really organised and I have the skills and everything. So that's where that kind of led me on to me wanting to pursue a career in project management, which is where I am currently now. That's really, no, to be fair, your story is super inspiring. And yeah. especially, especially for those who are listening, um, a AS or A2, that's like when you're six between sixteen to eighteen. Um yeah. and in my experience, that is the hardest part of education. <laughs> I don't care it what is, you. right? <laughs> I thought it was just me. <laughs> Trust me, I also had a hard time at A levels. Um but it, it also teaches you resilience. I think from what I've gotten from your story is just your resilient attitude you know you not giving up and one thing you did say which was which i'll say it's important is the fact that you had good behavior <laughs> yes honestly <laughs> <laughs> because it really was yeah we know we live in a racialized society and yeah. if you didn't have that it might have been difficult just based on statistics yeah so with your you know you talked about how you navigated into cybersecurity that you know you mm. you were lucky enough to get a job straight after which is so amazing because i know that you know that's one thing i even worry about for recent graduates like you know what is it like now especially like i know during early covid times people were just 
sacking people left, right and centre. It was exactly. a brutal, brutal time. So how how did you get about or how did you go about getting that job um, after you graduated? That job, it was so weird how I got it. So <laughs> I was applying. So from the moment um, I entered final year, I started applying for different like graduate schemes and you know different graduate jobs. And I literally, I wasn't even getting like responses back, funny enough. And then from January onwards, I was literally so I was panicking. I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm gonna finish the next couple of months. I don't have a graduate job, and I just kept applying and stuff like that, and then. One day, because I was a nanny on the side whilst I was um, at uni studying. So there's this like um, childcare app. I think it's actually called childcare. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, there's a childcare app that I was on. And I actually put that, obviously, I was a business and economics student, so on and so forth. And then this CEO who was looking for a nanny saw my profile and was just like, hi, um, I know you're here as a nanny and so on and so forth, but I've seen that you study business and economics. can we have a chat? I just thought, okay, like, what's going on here? It was so random. And then had a chat now. He was like, I own this company, this startup company called Crypto Labs is to do quantum security. And, um, you know, we're trying to get like our product, which is like a quantum random number generator into like the defense kind of market kind of thing like that. And I was just like, oh, okay. It's like, those days he started talking tech to me. It was very like techy. And I was just like, oh God, what's going on here? I'm just like, I'm looking for, I'm currently trying to hire someone um, as a, I think it was as a project project administrator, such administrator in general. And I was just like, oh, okay. And then he was just busy telling me about the job and everything. And then he was just like, to be honest, right now I'm interviewing a lot more people that have a lot more experience than you do. And then in that moment, I was just like, yeah, I'm not going to get this job. <laughs> so, because I didn't have any experience. Like, I hadn't even finished uni at this point. So I was just like, oh my gosh. And then suddenly, um, I found out that I actually got the job. And what he said made me stand up was the fact that I had this kind of hustler kind of spirit in me, I guess. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. And it was just like, you just seem very driven. And I really liked that. And I was like, okay, cool. So... I got the job, but yeah, it came through childcare app. Like, I actually didn't apply for it. I didn't start on the actual Indeed or, you know, Read or those big typical job sites. Yeah, that's how I got my first graduate as well. That's, that's amazing. I think yeah. <laughs> it's a very interesting story, but I, I do feel like, again, he saw that hustler, that resilient spirit in you. Yeah. But I yeah. also think what's really good about that is you were yourself in every single area you were in even Mm, in the app you know and i think that's something that we can all learn from is if you are passionate about an industry like cybersecurity, is to is Mm. to make that known to everyone everywhere you go because you never know where your next opportunity will come yeah i agree you know they say that there's like a there is a I think it's 40% or 30 something percent of jobs don't even get advertised. It's all, mm. through, it's all through networks. So I really, I really like, I really like your story. Like it speaks to me in that kind of hustler, but also that you should be yourself or, you know, make mm. your passion known wherever you are. So I'm going to move on to a, well, a reflective question. Okay. <laughs> and that's what 
what do you wish someone told you about working in the technology industry um you know you said you had no experience you were in this like a, a new spring chicken <laughs> into, yeah. into the role and industry but if you can go back to yourself knowing what you know now what advice would you give yourself or to other people who are just entering whether the tech industry or cyber security in the industry um i would definitely say that it's okay for you not to know certain things um and that you shouldn't let that stop you it's okay if you don't have the experience or if you didn't study you know computer science or whatever it is that you can learn on the job i think that's one thing that even stops people from applying for certain jobs because they're just like i don't have these skills but you can learn so much there's google as well there's just so much stuff basically and i feel like if it's the right company as well they're willing to actually pay towards you obtaining more knowledge even if that's training or taking time to explain things to you so i'd say that mm-hmm. um there are a lot of i feel like there was a lot of like techno technology terms that i actually didn't know and still to this day don't fully know <laughs> and i feel i feel like for me it was just always asking like i don't know what this is i didn't lie i wasn't trying to act like i was smart and i knew i didn't know nothing so I literally just, when I didn't know anything, I would definitely tell them I don't know this or whatever it was. And I feel like to bear, I think you have to bear in mind that obviously there's certain people in a team that may not have that patience. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were a lot of people in my, or in, in the current work, the place I was working for, who actually just thought my manager should have actually given me the job because I didn't have the experience. And there were so many people out there who had more experience than I did. So a lot of them were actually quite frustrated when it when it came to things that I didn't understand. But I just feel like you shouldn't allow that to stop you regardless. Like if you don't know, it's okay, you don't know. But I think the most important thing I would say is be willing to learn and to like obtain a lot of knowledge from different people. So yeah, that's the advice I would give. And I think you did say that you know you didn't have a degree in this field. Mm. Um, and I do think that, you know, degree certification does stop people from feeling confident enough to apply to those roles. So are there any, I know you talked about learning on the job, technology terms, you have to learn, but would you say there are any soft skills that, mm. you know, you feel like are critical, for example, networking, people skills, um, which, which people, which soft skills do you feel has helped you in your career um, and you would advise people to build on? I would definitely say so communication skills and just being very friendly because I feel like being likable is really important. So when I first started, I literally scheduled one-to-ones with everybody in the team. Obviously, I was working for a startup, so that's different. But I scheduled one time with everybody, introduced myself and just got to know them a bit. Like kind of kind of did that kind of broken kind of broke the ice kind of thing. And then I then was able to I felt comfortable to come to them for things that I didn't understand. For example, I actually built a relationship with them. Especially like the racing that's happened with COVID, everything's online now. So you're not technically always meeting the team, like physically. So I'd say definitely be friendly and communicate really well. And also, as you mentioned, networking. So um, whilst this was all happening, I was also kind of on LinkedIn and looking for like the next event that could, you know, help me with like the tech industry to understand it a bit more. And um, sometimes I would go on behalf of the company and 
I would be the one that was representing the company at this event and I'll just yeah gain a, gain a lot of connections I'd say that really really helped okay well Tifa those are all the questions I have for you today mm. um any last words you know in case people want to reach talk to you after this call because i've been expired inspired and i'm sure that the listeners oh. have also have been inspired as well so how can people reach you um so they can reach me on linkedin which i'm happy to provide um and i guess that can be in the description bar or you know yeah whatever you use um, but yeah linkedin i think is great that's the best way to get in contact with me well, thank you so much, Faith, for stopping by and chatting with us. No um, and for those who are interested in learning more about Sadia as well, um, we are a social enterprise and our focus is trying to get more black and minority ethnic women into cybersecurity, whether that's through our programs, which includes internships and scholarships, or, you know, events, creating a community spirit. If that's what you're interested in and you're a woman, who is from a minority background and you're looking for a family, we're definitely happy to host you in our circle. Um, thank you all for listening. And again, thank you so much, Faith, for stopping by. I've just been so inspired by your story. Great. See everyone. (laughs) I'll see everyone in the next episode.